illegal? Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Workwise, this is Ava from Bakersfield. I finally put in notice at my job. I am so burnt out and I just need to prioritize my mental health. So I did it without having anything lined up. I do have some savings, so I'm considering starting my own thing so I can do all the things I've missed out on these past years due to limited PTO. So cheers to new beginnings and taking the leap. Ava, okay, mm-hmm. sure, I'm excited for you. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Yay. I will buy you your first, second, third, and fourth drink on this way out the door of corporate America. But there's a big, there's a big bet. <laughs> there's a, I, you know, there's you don't bet. ever half-ass anything at a full right? <laughs> I, we hear this a lot, you know? It's just like, because of the man, I can't do blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, first of all, it's 2023 feminist. Get it together. <laughs> so we're going to be from here on out. It's the man in quotes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, it's that. tongue in cheek. We yeah, know, yeah. we know what we're saying. We understand it's not all men. Okay. C- caveat, caveat, caveat. It's fine. Like, we love you all. You're doing great. We, right. love, we love a feminist man. But, <laughs> but like, it's this idea that like, Blaming corporate America for like, oh no, I because I have this job, I can't do blah, 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 blah. Yeah. There are very successful women in corporate America making a fuck ton of money, doing whatever the fuck they want and have a very well, and I hate this word, balanced life, work life situation. Absolutely. It's fully integrated. It's not integrated. It's balanced. It's, it's whatever you want it to be. Corporate America exists in the box. And actually, you know what? I'm going to spoil this. They're making the man work for them. <laughs> That's what we're getting into today. So like, you know, Eva, if you want to go off and do this thing, I, I hope that's what you want, want. And it's not just what you don't want. You f- you can say this better than I can. Right. <laughs> I, I liked it. Thank you. Um, 100%. Like we want you to pursue what you want, not run away from what you don't want. Because you can keep running and running and running and running and running away from what you don't want. But unless you choose something that you do want, that you do want to move toward, then it will always be a process of negation rather than assertion. So you did say that better than I did. Okay, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're in charge of this conversation always. I should never try to step into that. But I agree. Sometimes you need a pause in order to figure that out. Well, this is COVID, right? Like COVID was just like a pause Mm -hmm. in everyone's lives that allowed them to reassess, like, is this what I want? Yes. And that's not what we're hearing, Ava. We're hearing you say you're, you've, you have no other conclusion than to leave. Yeah, you've quit in a blaze of glory, as we like Congratulations. to say. Congratulations. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. But what we want for you is to know what you want and use corporate America to get what you want. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. today. <laughs> I'm still buying you that drink, so don't worry about it. That's but, fine. you know. <laughs> This episode is proudly brought to you by Vanessa's side hustle. One of many. (laughs) One of several. Hacking social. We're convinced social media is not as complicated as your social media manager would like you to believe. 
We deliver a marketing strategy that's tailor-made for your business, customized for your industry, and easy to execute so you can reach your ideal client who's ready to spend money with you. That's exactly right. And I'd like to mention that all of Hacking Social's clients are ambitious, goal-oriented women who are ready to crush it. Exactly. Part of the reason I started Hacking Social is because I realized there's a whole bunch of women just like us who either are starting something or have something going or really successful at it, but they're like too small for the Brads and Chads and the MBAs of the world to fuck with. And, and that's unfair to me. Everyone needs this information, like how to run solid, successful, organic social, paid social, whatever, whatever it is. Do you need to be on all the channels? No, you need to be on the channels where your people are. And that's why I started that. What I personally love about Hacking Social is that Vanessa gives you options. She can do everything for you, start to finish, or she can give you the pieces you can do yourself, or she can find people to do it for you. Like she's got a whole network of people who work for like with her that allow you access to whatever level of support you need for your business. The strategic mind is all Vanessa, but you know, the execution can can be negotiated, which is really nice. So yeah, if you need to talk through some social, I'm a huge proponent of contributing to every conversation I'm in. So everyone and their mother, turns out, gets an hour free discovery call. You can schedule that at hacking.social. Yes, that's our real website. You do not need a .com, a .net, a .org, nothing. Hacking.social. And I'm looking forward to talking to you. So Ava, we like hear this all the time. Like I can't do X thing because of corporate America. We're going to run through this list of, we'll loosely call them maybe archetypes. We all know these people. We have all been these people. I think, <laughs> I think I might start Holland just to poke fun at you at yoga teachers. Frankly. Absolutely. I mean, half, half the women I met in like yoga teacher training in the yeah. yoga community here was like, they had been in corporate America. Like they were these corporate America badasses yes, that totally. like couldn't take it anymore. It's uh-huh. sucking my soul. Right. Yeah. And so then you have to go find your uh-huh. soul in yoga. Exactly. Or like right? I just like, it just took my entire soul. Like I was just completely soulless. I da 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 da. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that's, we're going to start there. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> right? The next thing is the next phrase I hear a lot is like, I just can't do it anymore. Mm. Like, and then they end up like teaching English in some foreign country, which I also, all of, all my friends who are these English teachers, they know who they are. And I love you dearly and I support you on your path. My favorite example of this was there was this one woman who worked on Wall Street. I thought she was the coolest thing ever. And she's like, I just like couldn't handle it anymore. I'm like, you're only supposed to handle Wall Street for two years. Anyone in finance will tell you that. You got to do your two years on Wall Street. It's going to suck. Don't try to have a relationship during that time unless you're already married, in which case make sure you got a prenup. And then like, and then you're done and you go into like some M&A office and you call it a day, right? Sure. Like, cool. But she was like, she was like a year and a half maybe. And was just like, I just can't take it anymore. So I'm just going to like leave. And then she like, really, she had bills to pay. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you find yourself an English teacher in Mexico. Totally. hundred percent. Like, <laughs> well, this is like freelancers, right? And mm. like you and I ask your work life works with lots of incredible freelancers, we but they them. all have their own. Yeah. They all have they major have corporate jobs. jobs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But we hear like that thing. Freelancers say, I'm just going to do my own thing. Ava this is what you're saying. I'm just going to do my own thing. But are we going to be a perpetual freelancer? That's what I can't like. Yeah. Not that I can't stand it, but I just question like, is that what you really want? Or have you, or did you just not realize there's how corporate America works yeah, or like yeah, that yeah. there's so much opportunity over yeah. here. Right? And, like, I feel so bad because they're always like stringing things together, living yes. like not even paycheck to paycheck, but like paycheck project to, to project. To paycheck. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I'm like, no, you, you could have struggle. a bi-weekly check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could it's have just direct deposits. Benefits. Health yeah, insurance, like you can have all those things. It's just over there in the big building that you don't know about or haven't figured out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Welcome to why we have this podcast. <laughs>
(laughs) (laughs) And I think related are entrepreneurs. Yes. And I think the entrepreneur difference is like, these are maybe the people who tried corporate America and just like, didn't like answering to someone Mm -hmm. and like, you know, it takes one to know one. So I'll hold up a mirror here. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I've had this thought this week. Like, I just don't want a boss. This is what I, this is the phrase that I hear from the like serial entrepreneur. And like, there are so much entrepreneurs that I know that are amazing. They have built and sold multiple multi-million dollar businesses. Right. Zach and Chase, you know who you are. Those are your <laughs> real names. Love you so much. But there's also the ones that are like, just kind of like limping along all the time. Well, right? this reminds us of our favorite of these. Oh my God. <laughs> For real though. <laughs> we met him last night. On our hot girl walk. <laughs> I wanted the back patio vibe. Houston loves a patio. Especially in the end of summer. <laughs> it's in or fall. <laughs> so there we were. Just checking in for some water. <laughs> Within 10 seconds, he tells us he's a mushroom dealer. We're like, good to know. And then he was, and I was like, and well, you literally, I, I start walking away to go to the cooler to grab some water. And you're literally like, so what do you want? And I come back. I'm like, what, what, what does he want? <laughs> and he's like, well, here's what I overhear. He's like, I'm planning to go to cosmetology school so I can be a traveling celebrity haircutter so that I can sell mushrooms. I was like, what is this plan? If what you are you doing? All of the information and experience and knowledge you have about supply and demand <laughs> and supply chain and distribution, pricing theory and client acquisition and market dynamics, yeah, consumer yeah. taste and preference. You could be making a quarter of a fucking million dollars in corporate America, my dude. Like you wouldn't what? have to carry a pair of scissors around in your lunch. Box. You wouldn't have to worry about getting arrested. Like I just, oh, that. like my favorite part is like you loudly asking him, isn't that illegal? And you're just well, like, I was like, I couldn't <laughs> sort out the situation. I was like, I lost these it. facts are too disparate for me to yeah. put together. But I think what we hear and over all of these archetypes, the misunderstanding here is that there's a problem working for the man. Yeah. And like, these are air quotes working for the man, right? Yeah. For me to use your favorite words, it has to be a reframe. Absolutely. Like, sure. There is a proverbial man who has a company and he's built it from the ground up with daddy's money. Okay. Like we're all here. Congratulations. Right? But like when you're dealing with enterprise solutions, when you're dealing with corporate America, when you're dealing with a company at scale who has the means to employ 10,000 people and take on all that overhead and take on all that risk, guess what? That presents opportunity for you. And in fact, one of my favorite <coughs> entrepreneurs who like worked for the man for a year and a half out of college was like, this is so unfair. He worked for an agency and this agency was able to charge, you know, $700 an hour for quote unquote his services, right. but only paid him, you know, somewhere between 20 and $30 an hour. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, this is a decade ago. So with inflation, probably 17 to $20 an hour. Right. <laughs> but like he categorized that as unfair right. and just couldn't see the forest for the trees and realizing that like, yeah, that's $700 on top of your 20 to 30 pays for your cute office and your healthcare and your Metro pass and your this and your that and like all of the other like networking, client retention, all the like overhead accoutrement, like all the shit, right? right? Like that goes places. So like you could start your own thing and work for yourself, but it's going to take you 20 years and luck in the stock market to get to a place where you can do that as fast as this company did. Like they've been doing this for 50 years. And even if they hadn't, they probably had investors. Like exactly. someone's mm-hmm. taking on the risk. Totally. Yeah. So like, do you want to take on that risk yourself? I don't know. I, I would rather be making 125 for the last 10 years and be scaling that up. Like mm-hmm. he could be making a quarter million dollars right now. And that's what we just want to remind you that corporate America is no one's dream. It is nothing but an opportunity and a tool 
to use to get what you want. It's a means to an end, not the end. Your job is to use corporate America to get what you want. And if you're complaining about corporate America preventing you from doing something or anything, you don't know what you want and the man is using you. You are working for the man. Yeah. But that's the opportunity here is like you can play the game. You can use corporate America to get what you want as long as, as long as, say it with me, you know what you want. Mm-hmm. That's step one. We love, <laughs> we love steps. <laughs> so the first question is like, what do you want? That's a capital W want. Yeah. Right now, Ava, you want PTO, don't we all? That's a tiny W want, right? Right. What's, what's the big thing? What's, what are you driving toward? Yeah. What's the goal? What's the big goal? What's the two, mm-hmm. five, 10 year thing? I wish I could have asked our mushroom dealer. Okay. Play this out in 10 years. Like, are you just going to be everybody's mushroom dealer for the rest of your life? Like, what are you, what are you making money for? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What are you really doing? Well, it doesn't like the answer doesn't have to even be that big. I mean, Vanessa, mm. what you want is big and specific. That's accurate. And you've known what you've wanted since you were 14. Yeah. And for those of you that are new here, <laughs> um, I would love nothing more than to be a comparative religious studies professor with like a full library and a leather chair. I have actually, have uh, the it's actually full on this library side of you. Leather chair. <laughs> yeah. I, but like, I, I want to be like in a classroom helping people understand where the rubber meets the road in like mm-hmm. faith and ritual and tradition and practice. Like that's what I want more than anything else. But until then I like nice things. Just trying to make some money <laughs> out here. Um, whereas for me, what I want is less specific and a little bit more unknown, but I know I want money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, and it's to go all the way back to episode five, like, I know I want to be able to buy shoes for my kid without worrying about it. I want security. Yeah. Sustainability. And the security that money provides is what you Absolutely. want, right? Absolutely. Like, okay. That's plenty for now. Yeah. That's plenty for now. So just like Vanessa said, that's number one. What do you want? We have episode 66, the yearly career audit. Take a mm. step back. Assess your life. You've got all this free time now. Yeah. Welcome. Well, <laughs> what are you going to do with it? I want you to be doing this yearly career audit poolside. <laughs> that sounds ideal. Truly. Step two, understand the rules of the game. Welcome to the podcast. Like, Absolutely. What, what is it that corporate America is up to? And like, how can you use it to get what you want? How does it work? What yes. are the rules? What are the systems? This is the thing I tell people. I brag about you all the time. All I had to do was take an intelligent woman and point her in the right direction and say, those are the landmines. Watch out for them. Mm-hmm. And look at you. And, and this, is, this is where we get into like the move to part of the three moves framework. The spheres of concern. One of those spheres is corporate America. This is, it's, it behooves you, sorry, um, to understand the rules of the game, to understand what you want and understand you can't do this alone. You have to enlist the help of others up, down, and around. So those are your three spheres of concern. That's why, that's why it's, it's not steps really in there. It's just this like I have to keep all of these things spinning all the time mm-hmm. so that I can make forward movement, intentional d- movement, directional movement in pursuit of what I want. Exactly. And use corporate America to get there. We, we like internally call this the rat race, right? Like it is iteration is how do I just do this progressively mm-hmm. over and over and over again so I can perfect it and arrive where I want to arrive to. Always keeping that top of mind. That's right. When you're able to understand how it works, then you're able to use corporate America to get what you want. And we love this. Like the money and stability that corporate America has provided me personally Mm -hmm. has allowed me to do things like travel the world. Yeah. Spend more time with my kid. Yeah. Actually, if you can believe it. In a different country. (laughs) Well, that's right. And more intentional time, right? Like, and I've been able to give him opportunities for his life that will like hopefully help him get what he wants, right? Mm -hmm. We've started this podcast. We're now on episode like one. 13 
something. That's I a lot. I trust you to know that number. Right? Yeah. That's a lot. Like, and like, it's given us the time and space and mm-hmm. stability and backbone to go start something amazing that will hope that will, that helps the world. And, and frankly, like the ability to like hone skills that we can use in our spare time to make extra money or to trade for something else. So mm-hmm. for example, we have probably have to date, we have probably consumed 50 to $60,000 worth of video production. You and I do not have $60,000 to pay our video <laughs> team for, right? But like, because we have skills in strategy and marketing and whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. we're able to trade those for their skill, which is a video production. Right. And guess what? Because we all work in corporate America, we have access to the means of production. We have access to really nice equipment. Right. All of, all of the sound audio equipment that we use, the president of my agency researched and I said, Hey, I'm starting a podcast. He was like, yeah, he just sent me a bunch of links. I was buy like, this, this, bye, this, bye, this. bye, 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 yeah. bye. Right. And then he was like, do you, do you need any help? Do you, do you want any help audio engineering? I was like, I think I have an audio engineer, but thank you. He's like, okay, but keep me posted. What are you doing next? Like he checks in <laughs> out regularly. I love it. Like he fucking loves it. Cause he knows that I'm focused during mm-hmm. work. Right. And then in the weekends, he, he really just wants, he would love to come hang out with us. <laughs> right. So it's so like same thing. Like our video team, we all work together mm-hmm. and on the weekends they use our company cameras to shoot stuff for us because the preservation is like, yeah, yeah, we got it. You use it. He doesn't we would care. never get those opportunities otherwise. None of us have the amount of money that it takes to buy that camera mm-hmm. and only use it for our side projects. But our company taking on that risk has the ability to like spend that money and make that money using that equipment for clients. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what? Our video team using it on the weekends helps them get better in their daily job. It's so like us doing marketing strategy for this this podcast and production and operati- on operations on your side mm-hmm. helps you in your daily job. Therefore, oh, yeah. it's not a problem for us to do this with weekend. You know what I mean? Like, hundred percent. We're making the man work for us while we work for the man. It's it's this like weird, compassionate. Sem- I don't believe in altruism, but like semi altruistic thing that's happening whereby everybody gets what they want. That's the point. Yeah, everyone gets what they want. Mm-hmm. The man included, <laughs> and all the women. Because what are we doing? Really? <laughs> so Ava, we support your choices. Yeah. We're so excited for you. Also, what is this thing you're starting and can we hire you? Yeah. Like, is exactly. it useful? <laughs> like, where have you learned this? Or from? is it mushrooms and haircutting? Could also be useful, but just, you know. Scalable? <laughs> Whatever. I have questions. Um, before we- We're workshopping that with him later. <laughs> um, before we let you go, Ava, a couple of reminders from us about your relationship to corporate America. Number one, it's okay if you're unfulfilled at work. That's good because you should be finding your identity, meaning, and purpose oh my God, thank in you. other places, okay? Yeah. We want you to like your job, not love it. That's okay. This is Chef Tim to me. who's like, I thought he was super, super into food and being a chef and it's what he wanted for his entire life. Right. So I finally asked him, I was like, how did you get to where you are? And he's like, this is not what I always wanted. <laughs> I was like, yes, chef. My world was... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a relevant cultural moment you're having. Good thank job. Thank you so much. <laughs> but like... He said to me, "Is like, the best advice I've ever gotten was find a job that you like, that you're okay getting up in the morning and going to, that helps you do the thing you love. Beautiful. We talk more about that in episode 32. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a dream job. Reminder number two, yeah, so <laughs> Vanessa's favorite thing. 25%, everybody. Like That's I have the number. taken Chef Tim and said, we're refining that theory. Work should fit into 25% of your, of your whole life, of your day, of the hours in the day, of your energy, like your whatever mind, it is. Yes. Yeah. So make sure it's not overwhelming. Fit it in that box. And lastly, find a plateau job. Find yourself a job that you can do easily, that you don't want to grow in. Yeah. That you can just show up and do. Make it easy. Perfect. Ava, let us know where you land. 
And if you decide that you want to come back to corporate America, you know where to find us. Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. Within 10 seconds, he tells us he's a mushroom dealer. His name is Reese. You can find one white oak trail. Are we supposed to say his name? I don't know. <laughs> he illegal. gave us his name. We have the platform. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I told him no, and I told him we had a podcast. He knew what he was doing. Doesn't know what he, You know, the thing <laughs> is, is he has no idea what he's doing. <laughs>